Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast. It's a podcast where we take business owners and CEOs, B2B space, six questions in nine minutes because the best know when to be concise and when to end. So here we go. Question number one in a couple sentences. Who are you and what do you do? Paul Francis. I'm a dad, entrepreneur, co-founder, CEO of Kidget Inc. We manufacture smart charging stations for electric cars. We happen to be the only majority minority owned manufacturer of electric vehicle charging stations uh, here in North America. Uh, been in the EV tech space for about 10 years now, from 2009 to 2020. Jeez, but longer than 10 years. That's crazy. That's a long time. Stuff, a lot of innovation. We're excited to get into 1 million homes by 2025. Perfect. With eight minutes and 22 seconds left, question number two, what is the best thing about working businesses? Is the collaboration part. It's the sharing of ideas with another business, especially if you guys find out you have similar goals that can help you get to a shared vision at the end. Um, it's really good collaboration part process, especially if you're lucky enough to work with real smart people. If you could take suggestions, usually the end result works in something very fruitful for everyone. Perfect, perfect. Question number three, what is the biggest challenge your business is facing in today's world? Oof, biggest challenge. Um, it's balancing, right? We're in a tech space. And often you hear you need to raise venture capital. And that sometimes means having your little tin, cam, tin cup up asking for money. But then traditional big businesses like Nike and the old school ones where the lady, the secretary would make millions of dollars. You don't see that anymore. But a lot of them were built on financing and building through debt and there's certain strategies they did and they didn't raise VC money until they had like a lot of customers and they had to. Right. So right, no. I think it's balancing that. What, which way should you go and how should you build your business? Awesome. Love it. There's seven minutes, 11 seconds left. Question number four, what other top CEOs and business owners in the B2B industry like yourself should be on the On Fire B2B podcast? So, um, Individually, I think our CTO, Jadam Stevenson, he's great technical mind. He's resident genius. Any crazy ideas I have, he's the one that actually brings stuff to life and is good collaborating with him. Our CFO, he happens to also be an angel investor. He's the owner of 19 McDonald's franchises. So he's a investor in tech and he's in the restaurant space, Kyle Webb. And then all of our cohort uh, partners, man. Uh, we're a clean tech San Diego incubator company. Want to know more about the clean tech space? You can find through their network all the CEOs and Elemental Accelerator. You know, they brought us into their family. That's a global network of CEOs and founders, co-founders. So I think it's a good source there. Awesome. Awesome. You got six minutes and 18 seconds left. Question number five. What advice would you share with other companies working in the B2B industry? Go. Um, so from lessons that we've learned, right? It's mm -hmm. it's literally like when you mess up, just be honest and say you screwed up. Um, trying to cover it up often leads you down into further trouble and you don't get to the solution. What we've learned working with universities and suppliers and things of that nature is initially you try to overpromise, right? You wanna say you could do this, we're gonna do that because you want the deal that bad. But what we've learned is when you're just really upfront with your capacity and then you're transparent when you screw up, they like to work with you more. And they'll give you good terms, especially if you're a hardware and you need manufacturing and you're trying to get suppliers. If you're really forthright with what they're doing, they get it, man. They're in business also. Uh, one thing we've learned with collaborating with just customers, because our customers are B2B, our end users are actually 
electric vehicle drivers. However, in the space is infrastructure. You need mm-hmm. parking lots, parking space. So you have to work with property owners, people usually who have real estate minds. And what we've learned from that is one pitch, one way of selling your product or getting to get your customer familiar was, uh, did it work? So you have to really know your audience and tailor your message specifically to that audience, whether it's an investor, if it's a B2B customer, if you're trying to get a distributor. And moving forward, now we're in that part where we have to scale. We've done some business, we've gotten some county contracts. And what led to that in the early days was switching our mindset from a tech business, but to a small business. You know, we went to the SBA, we went to the SBDC, they gave us a pitch coach. Uh, but he was pitching us to prepare us to sell to buyers. In the tech space now, uh, they pitch you to sell to investors before you've sold anything. Right. You haven't really proved yourself. You have no chutzpah, nothing like that. And the SBDC actually put us in the real world. And our first customer was the state of California because investors in the tech industry, their hardware didn't really have us come in. We decided that that route was the best way to get our feet wet. We can now say, We've done some business, some credibility. And then when we were ready for kind of the tech and the incubators, we were more seasoned than some of the other companies. And so that approach prepared us for where we're at now. And then we're at scale. Uh, we're getting to that point. We're getting to the customers, have to install a thousand by the end of the year. It's putting systems and processes together. Like we took a step back for a month to just right. work on internal systems, man. You know, just to see like, how can we make this stock connect? What happens if we get a crazy order for a thousand? What does that actually look like instead of dealing with it when it happens? Because you want to freaking lose sleep. You know, cats get stressed out. My engineers hate me. <laughs> and yeah, you just don't want to do that to people. No, you don't. No, ever. And so when you get to work with a lot of smart people, I come from a business background. This is engineering. And true story, I was an athlete getting recruited by the Naval Academy to play basketball. And they said, hey, all they have is engineering degrees at the Naval Academy. So I don't want to study that. I want to study business. Ten years later, I'm in the damn engineering world. And so what I've had to do is put myself on a bunch of intelligent people, mm-hmm. them to put systems and processes in place to make this work. And we're really excited now that we have our manufacturing, we put internal systems, and just making sure everything's clean. That, that's really awesome, Paul. And unfortunately, I have to cut you off because we only have two minutes and 26 seconds left. Ooh. I want to make sure we get through the whole podcast and give you some promo time. Let's get to question number six. This is the most important question of the podcast. Tell me about your first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not your first time. Uh, yeah, you never forget your first time. You never forget your first time. Ever. First one, 10 years ago, before we decided to go full-fledged into the EV space, I was taking... Um, elderly people, elderly people to the casinos to do bingo. Mm-hmm. My job was to get sales with retirement homes. I remember after months, I got my first one. It was $100. I still post it up in my little office. It reminds me of those early days. And it was just the same grit it took to get that first one we use today to get bigger deals. Love it, love it. So you're telling me your first time was with someone a little older. <laughs> I love them older, man. They can teach you a lot. Experience. I, I, I totally hear you there. <laughs> Paul, you've got one minute and 30 seconds left. 
Promo time, ask me a question, talk about the weather, or since the best I want to be concise and want to end, we end early. Go. Nice. Ending early. You never forget your first time and when you went early on accident. So how it works is um, kidgetinc.com, manufacturer of charging stations. We have the smartest, smallest, coolest charging station for your home. Question is, have you ever had a gas pump for your gas car? Would you go to the gas station? No. So for us, check out our website. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, Kidget underscore Inc. On Instagram, Kidget Inc. on Twitter. And one thing I like to say, Bob, thank you for, man. This is super cool. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, if you have a quick blurb, you know, what made you get into this space and start delving out content? This got me in this space uh, really because it comes down to the networking. Because mm-hmm. I, I actually keep numbers. 98.5% of people want to talk afterwards and get to know each other. And I don't care. I don't even worry about the other 1.5%. So hopefully you'll be in the 98.5, but <laughs> you never, you never know. You never know. So that works there. But I basically have built, because of this podcast, I built my network crazy. Nice, man. So we found each other on LinkedIn. Appreciate the love. I am yep. Paul Francis on Twitter, Paul Francis on LinkedIn. Check us out. Sweet. You pulled it off. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Website, say it www.kidgetinc.com. You know, most people, I tell them not to spell their website, but I'm going to give you a pass because of that part there. So, Paul, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Appreciate the love. More good juju to you, Bob. Good juju all the way. Everyone else who's watching or listening, check out more episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. My name is Bob Clark. You have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye.